In fact, I would argue that this should be the rule for any change practitioner, a rule to leave an unresolved remnant, so the person you are working with will recognise their own capacity to change, and therefore take ownership of their future actions to maintain that change. They become masters of themselves in this way. Leaving a remnant of their unhelpful or unwanted behaviour also avoids the client holding a fix or fail mentality, whereby they expect you to fix them whilst they remain a passive participant in behaviour change. With this in mind, the skills you will gain from this book is not intended to be used as a trick or to trick someone, but to help activate the client's own motivation and activate their resources to make positive changes. The difference between trickery and the elicitation of self-mastery falls down to respect. When you don't respect someone's right to make autonomous decisions, you can become a controller. Therefore, treat the knowledge and skills gained for the greater good of other people, to help others access the resources they need to make positive changes, positive changes to the way they view themselves or the world. Every technique should always have the other person's highest welfare at the front of your mind. Work your expert use of language with someone, rather than on someone. Language and the brain When looking at the brain as a whole structure, there are two distinct cerebral areas, both of which look identical to the untrained eye. Both of these left and right hemispheres are connected via a bundle of neural fibres called corpus callosum. It's through the corpus callosum each side of the brain is able to relay information back and forth to provide us with a complete view of the world. The right hemisphere controls the left side of the body and is very much about recognition of patterns, structures. It can creatively induct to help us make sense of the information coming into our senses. The right hemisphere is holistic in nature. It's the part of the brain which can fill in the information gaps based on instant comparison. It's therefore that part of the brain which allows us to identify a friend just by the way they walk. It's that part of the brain which instantly recognises something is amiss or has changed in your living room. And it's that part of the brain which feels the beauty of a picturesque landscape and enables us to be transported to worlds of fantasy just by reading the words in the pages of a novel. The right hemisphere is free from restrictions of time as it can instantaneously gain meaning from information it receives and therefore it's subjective and processes largely at the subconscious level. For example, let's say you're with a large crowd of friends. The right side of the brain will instantly know that someone is missing from your group. It's that part of the brain that intuitively knows that something has changed. So, we then rely on the left side of the brain to count our friends to confirm our suspicions. So it's the left hemisphere which is objective. It's objective in that it relies solely on the logical analysis of what information is presented to it. The left side of the brain has a bias towards the sequence of events and therefore works best through conscious deduction and reasoning. Once it has used the sequence of counting your friends in our example and has confirmed that one person is absent, it may then continue to contemplate where that friend might have gone through logical, sequential and objective thought. It's important also to know that the main language centre of the brain is found in the left hemisphere, making it the creator of self-talk and conversations. 
Without the right hemisphere, a novel would be taken literally and the sequence of words would hold little to no emotional meaning aside from the logical understanding of the words written. Equally, without the left side of the brain, we may be able to recognise patterns of words, but we will find it hard to read. So together, via the corpus callosum, we are able to form a more complete understanding of the world. However, knowing how each side of the brain works differently, we can use our own language to speak to one side more than the other. And this is critical when using language as a means to change someone's unhelpful behaviours. Understanding that each side of the brain has its own way of processing information can be thought of as its own language, its own language of communication if you like. Each side of the brain uses a different model to listen, to hear and understand.